Avinu Malkeinu, our Father, our King, is a common theme found in our prayers of the Sarasimei Tshuva. So is Hashem our Father, or is He our King? They say a story about a young boy that his father was also his teacher in school. Not to show any favoritism, his father was exceptionally strict and harsh on him in school. One day, while sitting together at home, the boy approached his father and asked him, Dad, I want to ask you a question. Are you my father, or are you my teacher? His father replied, We are home now, so now I'm your father. And the boy responded, Dad, can you please tell my teacher not to be so hard on me? Obviously, in order for his son to reach his ultimate potential, he had to discipline him when necessary, and at the same time, show love and affection when appropriate. So is Hashem our father, or is he our king? And the answer is, Hashem is both our father and our king simultaneously. Hashem, the omnipotent being, he can be both our father and our king concurrently. When it's beneficial for us for him to be our king, then he is our king. When it's most beneficial for us for him to be our father, then he is our loving father. So when is it beneficial for us, for Hashem to be our king? So I'd like to share with you an incredible story. This story took place about 20 years ago. There was this man who lived in one of those high-rise buildings in the Upper West Side of Manhattan, a very prestigious building. One day, as he's going down the elevator, he sees a very distinguished-looking person riding with him in the elevator. The seed asks him, Why are there so many police cars in front of the building today? Why all this security? And this person tells him, You wouldn't believe it, but I'm actually a prince. I live on the top floor of this building, up in the penthouse. I am the son of the King of Morocco. And my father, the King of Morocco, is here today in New York City. And he's on his way now to visit me in my apartment. That is why there's such major police presence outside the building. The prince detected that this person was overwhelmed with excitement and emotion. So the prince tells him, Do you want to meet my father, the king? And he said, Of course I do. Obviously, it's a tremendous honor to meet a king, even a secular king. The Gemara says that we even make a bracha when we see a king. And the prince tells him, Come up tonight to my penthouse at 8 p.m. and I'll arrange the meeting. The seed had a son who had just been by mitzvah and the son was home that evening. So he decided to take him along to the king. And precisely at 8 p.m. they went up to the penthouse and security ushers them in and they meet the king of Morocco. They start talking and the king asks the boy, How old are you? And he says, Your majesty, I just turned 13. In fact, we just celebrated my bar mitzvah last week. And the father explains to the king the significance of turning 13 and what it entails. And he tells him, Next week we are flying to Yisrael to visit with the Gedolim there and pray at the Mekoymes Akdoshim. The king was very impressed with this whole exchange, and they wished each other well and departed. The next day, this seed opens his mailbox, and he finds a check from the king of Morocco, written out to his son, the Bar Mitzvah boy, for $50,000. And there's a note inside the envelope, This is a gift from the king of Morocco upon your special occasion. The father was taken aback and also a bit embarrassed. Later that night, he meets up with the prince and he tells him, Thank you very much, I got your father's check, but we can't accept such an exorbitant amount of money. I don't know how it works in Morocco, but here the average gift for a bar mitzvah boy is between $100 to $180. We Jews don't give $50,000 gifts to a bar mitzvah boy. The prince tells the father, You don't understand. Bar mitzvah boys, on average, might only get $180 gifts. 
but for the king of Morocco, it is inappropriate to give anything less than $50,000. It's not about the recipient, it's about the giver. Anything less than that amount is unbefitting for a king. The father was very moved by the statement from the prince. A few weeks later, when he took his bar mitzvah boy to Eretz Yisrael, he went into Reb Ernleim Steinman, and he related to him this story. And he told Rav Steinman what the prince told him. And Rav Steinman said to him, Now I understand something we say by davening. We say during the Yom Naram Avinu Malkeinu, Asei Lamancha Veloi Lamaneinu. Please act for your sake, not for our sake. Rav Steinman said, It always bothered me. We ask Hashem, Do it for your sake and not for our sake. Why do we care if the Rabbi Shalom does it Lamancha or Lamaneinu? Just give us your blessings. Why should we care for whose sake? Now I understand. We only deserve $180 gifts. But for the Rabbi it's unbecoming for him. It's beneath his dignity to give less than a significant amount. He only gives biyot charachava. So we pray, Avinu Malkeinu, Father, don't forget you are also a king. Therefore, don't look at what we really deserve. Do it for your sake. Therefore, Give us what's befitting for a king, even if it's more than we deserve. Amazing. A Godel takes a mundane story and perceives in it an amazing lesson in tefillah. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.